This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello again, and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. This is your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and your couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. We thought we would drop this episode a little bit early so that we can help you like we're going to try to help Adam overcome the Valentine's Day curse. Yeah, because Valentine's Day sucks and it's awful. Um, but you like Valentine's Day. I, I do. And I do. You think it's you think it's a great day. You're giving out bottles of wine. You gave me a bottle of wine this morning. Yes, it's beautiful. You're but, early. Yeah, early. Your yeah. early Valentine's Day gift and for I, you and, and your wife. And I will use it, but probably just not on Valentine's Day because it is absolutely cursed for us. Right. I know you and your husband sometimes go out on different days besides Valentine's Day. But yeah, yeah. Every time my wife and I go out on Valentine's Day something bad happens. Um, a couple years ago, we went out on Valentine's Day. We thought we actually had a babysitter. Uh, we were actually able to find one. Normally, we can't find one. So that's part of the problem. We spend weeks and weeks trying to find a babysitter for Valentine's right. Day. And then we actually went out. So we took a lot of time like getting ready to go out. And as I was shaving, didn't have a beard back then. It's part of the reason why I started growing the beard. Um, <laughs> was that I nicked myself like too oh. far under my nose, like right under my nose, like oh, inside no. the nostril. Oh no! And if you didn't know, like that's yeah, one that of the like bleeds, bleeds like, crazy. like crazy. So I had this nosebleed that I could not stop for oh. most of the evening. <laughs> we went. We had reservations at a really it nice was restaurant. Red. It was it, red. It was. It was the wrong kind of red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had to get up several times from the dinner table, spent half of it in the bathroom trying to make my nose stop bleeding. When it finally did... I'm sorry, that is a little gross. It is. It's terribly because gross. Because I don't know that she's going to want to have sex with you with this nose bleeding. Yeah, thing. right, right. Yeah. Well, not only that, was we had plans to go. We were going to go downtown. We were going to do all these things. We weren't going to do the typical dinner and a movie thing. We'd uh-huh. actually had plans. By the time we were ready to go, I was so lightheaded that oh. I couldn't walk. Adam, <laughs> oh so, my gosh. So then we you went. You lost so much blood. Oh, yeah. I lost so much nose. blood through my oh, nose that, that I couldn't. That is terrible. And so then we decided to actually just maybe a movie would be better. So we went to the closest theater, which was awful, like just a bad theater in general, <laughs> um, and saw this movie, this high action movie. It was not very romantic anyway. It was the only one that was available that we both agreed we wanted to see. And toward the climax of the movie, when the, when so the hero yeah, uh-huh. when the hero is uh, right about to save the day or do something, it's about everybody's life. The world is in jeopardy, right? He's about to save the day. The movie cuts out. Like the movie theater goes dark and they can't get it restarted. <laughs> Um, and so we don't even know what ended up happening at the end of that movie. They give us our money back. So we go, we go home. We're both exhausted by this point. Of course, fall into bed. Like we just, we could not, we could not possibly save it. 
Uh, this is follow. I mean, this was the highlight when we just. This is our the last straw that broke the camel's back. I mean, we've right. had other Valentine's dates where they lost our reservation or kids got sick, we got sick, like over and over again. Things have happened like this on Valentine's Day, and I just think it's. I think it's problematic. Like we we finally just said we're not going to go out on that date and drew that as a as a boundary in our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but but then when you don't do something on Valentine's Day, it feels like you're ignoring your relationship. Yeah. So I feel like either it doesn't work and you're ignoring your relationship and it, it, there's just it feels like a no win sometimes uh-huh. to us. And I uh-huh. think sometimes other couples experience that as problematic uh, I'm sure. as well. I'm sure they do. Yeah. But I think you're right. Ignoring it is difficult. Um, I would say that my husband and I, we often stay in and we make the meal that he made me for mm. our engagement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, we do that a lot. He made veal scallopini. Sorry about all of you out there who don't eat veal because it's horrible. Yeah. But yeah, we he makes veal scallopini and we don't do rice pilaf anymore. I think I've said this before. I can hear yeah. myself. But, you know, it's, it's nice. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's a big day for me usually. Like you said, I give out stuff to my people who refer to me and... Sometimes we're on the radio, which, by the way, Adam, we may be on the radio on Valentine's Day for oh, those fun. of you who are listening in Raleigh. But so coming home to a meal is nice. Um, yeah. But don't you think. And a fire. Oh, yes. And a fire. Yeah. <laughs> fire. Honey, a fire, if the it's, fire. If it's cold. Yes. Mm-hmm. A, fire, cold a fire is nice. Oof, yeah. if, you, if, you live in the, if you live in the deep south like we did for years, then yeah. <laughs> a, a, fi- Maybe not. a fire was counterintuitive. Right. Um, but I think, you know, Valentine's Day for a lot of couples can be really problematic. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it can be a day, and I want, we want to talk about how it can be saved and be a really good day for you in your relationship, right? Right. But I think it can be problematic for a lot of people in part because of the expectations that get placed on it, right? Right. There's high expectations, emotional, physical, mm-hmm. sexual. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the emotional ones for me, and maybe you can talk about some of the physical expectations too, but to me there there's these expectations that we're going to feel extra connected to our partner, right? That because it's Valentine's Day, even if we're in a cycle where we're not feeling connected, we're supposed to feel connected. And so when we don't, it heightens our anxiety about mm-hmm. our relationship. Mm-hmm. Or we're just supposed to be magically in sync with what they want. Like we're, we're mind reading and going, um, they should know what gifts should, was appropriate for us or what gifts aren't appropriate, what we really want. And that it's just everything like is going to go smoothly and perfectly that day. That that mm-hmm. day is just there's not going to be any rough patches. There's not going to be anything that goes goes poorly or goes wrong or that sidetracks the day. And so if it does, like it it just throws everything off and it, well, ca- it causes more, tension it, in our relationship. Extra disappointment, right? Yeah. And I think same thing sexually. You know, there's this sexual expectation that we're going to have mind blowing sex. Even if we're not having mind blowing sex otherwise, yes. um, but it's going to there's going to be a lead up to something that's going to be great, and you know definitely most people expect sex to happen on Valentine's Day or something, yeah. and so when it doesn't, oh my gosh, you know yeah. that that can be a killer. Yeah. I would say February fifteenth is one of my highest call days. Yeah, it really is because of the disappointment. Because of the disappointment, yeah. the expectations. Um, you know, that people didn't meet and then they start to reevaluate their relationship. And yeah. and we, we do think that you need to reevaluate your relationship. But some of what we're saying, I guess, is that the hype about the day 
might lead to some false expectations. Yeah, and unrealistic expectations. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, by all means, call if you if you need to be in couples therapy or sex therapy. Absolutely, mm-hmm. um, but I think filtering it through the lens of were my expectations too high mm-hmm. um, for that day can can be really helpful. And then the other thing I think is it has Valentine's Day. The intentions of it I think get hijacked sometimes. Right. Like it started with this idea of this idea of encouragement of love, of sending encouraging notes to loved ones and 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 focusing on that aspect. But I mean, I think I looked looked up the numbers. It's something like an 18 billion dollar industry. Is right. that all? That's all, man. We're in the wrong business. We're we are in, in the wrong <laughs> business. Valentine's pimping industry. We, we <laughs> you know, I've been thinking we need to have a little Valentine's Day package. That's I right. Gotta, I got to persuade you of that, Adam. Let's do it. You know, I mean, G-string and little right. uh, fancy stuff to right. send out to people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're going to have toys. a lot, yeah, of, you're no, a lot really. of convincing for the G-string, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> sex toys, maybe. Okay. Uh, but... I think because of that, like it just it shifts our focus from each other to other things that maybe don't don't quite matter as much. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other thing, just to get your opinion on this, Lori, is I think it promotes instant relationship fixes like relationships are naturally hard work and they're. Uh, good it's relationships a, all over time. It's such a downer time. for Valentine's Day. Like, I know, but that's, we're telling all the bad news. But it can be. <laughs> that's true. But it, 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 it can be. I think it help, encourages this idea sometimes that, that there are instant relationship fixes that are available because that Valentine's Day is going to solve the problems, uh-huh. so to speak. Um, it's a movie version of love rather than the actual version of love. Yeah. Um, and so if you have issues in your relationship, it, it actually magnifies them as held up against this movie version. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that that's true, that it does kind of promote the idea that one night can fix everything. Also, the fact that it may promote this as, you know, the only special occasion, right, that I need to do anything. You know, Valentine's Day, anniversary, birthday, you know, sometimes people think those are the only special occasions that we do something romantic mm. or give a blowjob. Or, right. uh, you know, uh, sorry, kind of crude, but, um, you know, or send flowers or, or something and that I've taken care of it. And so rather than seeing the love relationship as an ongoing, daily, mm-hmm. necessary work, you know, we think, OK, I, I check the box. That's yeah. not good. I check the box for the year and I don't ever I don't have to check it the rest of the year. It's already it's done. Right. And then yeah. we've got the Facebook comparison, right? Oh, the Facebook comparison, the work comparison. I think that's the. That is one of the challenges of the day is that when it is that we start talking about with each other about what did your person do for Valentine's Day? What did your person do? And then if you're if you actually work in an office these days, a lot of people don't. But then you're seeing flowers come in and gifts come in and like looking who has the biggest bouquet, right? Who has the most most presents or whatever it is, who has the biggest display of affection like we act sometimes as if that's the no, that there should be a norm as those expectations again that this is going to be a normal thing mm-hmm. um, when it maybe doesn't happen all the, all the time. Yeah, and I think that that leads to again disappointment. You know, especially if your coworker gets this big old bouquet from their sometime early lover, and 
your husband didn't send anything. Mm. Ooh, are you listening, honey? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we've got a whole crew here of primarily female sexual therapists, and it's like, um, yeah, I'm looking to see what Valentine's Day will bring. (laughs) But I think you're right, too. Facebook, I mean, Facebook, social media just promotes all of that because we're posting what what we did for Valentine's Day, what we got Mm -hmm. for Valentine's Day. Um, online and that comparison mm-hmm. can just be really difficult. But maybe let's come back and I want to just maybe talk about how the ways we try to solve that that are not helpful and then okay. talk about some sol- some ways we solve that Valentine's Day tension good. try to overcome Valentine's Day. We'll good. Get to that, I need we'll get some to that, help. We'll get to that good stuff. I need some hope. Thanks. Okay. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress compared to weekly therapy. I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. Give us a call at 919-587-8018. Find us online at matthewscounseling.com. We look forward to working with you. Okay, Adam is now going to make me hopeful about Valentine's Day, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) You've told us about the curse. I've told you about the curse. I would tell you ways that I think that people try to solve this that don't work first. Well, we do think that they should come to our retreat, right? Absolutely. Love and Sex 360 retreat. Please sign up. Yeah, there Um, are only four slots left, so be sure to get yours, by the way. Yeah, that's a good post-Valentine's Day. We we need a a jolt into our relationship. It would make a a great Valentine's Day gift, I think, as well. Loveandsex360.com. Absolutely. Look into it. So I think we just advertised it to you, so we're killing it. Okay. So So what makes it, what's what's the wrong way to do this? What's the bad solve? I think that when you try to solve it, the, the focus tends to go on high romance that's defined by other people, right? is we try not to do, it's things that we try to do that are not within ourselves, or not who we are nat- mm-hmm. normally and naturally. We try to make it bigger, uh, high high gestures, big gestures that sometimes that are are for just for Instagram, like or they're just for um, other people and they don't really look at who we are in our relationship. I think those begin to feel a little bit empty when they're when they're big and they're not connected to any kind of meaning. They're mm-hmm. just big gestures just to be big. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that kind of fails or we try to make sure that we try to we don't talk about it. It's not negotiated between the two of us. It's more just it's we're trying to guess what each other wants and just again going back to that mind reading. I think those things become really problematic or the other thing that I think we do is we try to make it overly sexy. Like we take it, we take it to an extreme level that doesn't always really, that doesn't always really work for our relationship. Hmm. Um, so I think that can, those things can be fairly challenging. So you're saying that it has to be something that's an extension of who we really are and perhaps where we are in the relationship. Yeah. Um, that we, we have to make it 
a natural maybe next step, but not three steps beyond where we are because you think that's going to fail. Yeah, I think it should be shaped around your relationship. I think ultimately... It, it should be a celebration of your relationship. I think that's what I think that's what you talk about a lot is you're the you're in favor of Valentine's Day because of that reason, right? Like that that's what it when it's used correctly, when it's used for to celebrate our relationship and it and it's defined by us that it becomes better than it has been in the past or could be. Okay, so how do we do that? How do we shape it around ourselves? There's a there's a couple different things, a few different things that I'd suggest. The first is to discuss what you want the day to be. Like, what's mm-hmm. the meaning for you for that day? What works for both of you? Um, and I, what I think we're going to get work? resistance on that, right? Because mm-hmm. so many of us have the fantasy that our partner is going to surprise us or is going to know what we like and to tell them is... Mm-hmm is to kill it to i've said that twice to tell them is to diminish kind of the joy of the day i i had one patient long ago whose birthday was the 15th and valentine's day was the 14th and she just said you know i can't tell him i finally persuaded her to tell him what she really liked and wanted he did it and then she said well you just did it because i told you Right. Yeah. And, and so I think that's a fear that if we discuss things, but this to me is a necessary loss of adulthood, mm-hmm. that we have to give up the fantasy of our partner knowing what we want without telling them. So yeah. that is simply fantasy. So I agree with you totally. Two of you discussing together what you want, what makes you happy. Well, and you, I think, too, like you could also discuss types of things that work for your relationship. And then and giving somebody a menu to choose from mm-hmm. um, rather than maybe if you if that's the case, telling them exactly what to do on the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're but I think you're right that like we want that spontaneity of the fantasy rather than mm-hmm. what actually really works and what mm-hmm. actually makes things good. The other thing is what what you were talking about you do with your husband, taking the pressure off by celebrating your relationship on a different day. Like I think the idea that we have to use the 14th as the only day to celebrate, I think expanding that can make it take that pressure off a lot, make it a lot more casual, um, but give us a lot more freedom to do it when we have time, when it works for our schedules, uh, when we can actually get a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause this year, even the 14th is on a Thursday, right? And right. so it's, it's going to be tougher. Yeah. And this year it's going to be tougher for you, right? You're not allowed to drink wine these days, red <laughs> wine. I can't. Given poor Adam heartburn and I gave him wine. It was like <laughs> wine tempting him. I know. I'm uh, sorry. Just for a little bit longer, hopefully. Okay, okay. Hopefully. Hopefully the moratorium is off. Save that. Is off sometime soon. So what do you suggest maybe in terms of gifts that they can give each other? I think two gifts, right? One gift that is more uh, because we have that split of the emotional and physical expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one gift that really is about knowing the other person, right? That it's about more about who they are and the things that they enjoy. If you don't know this about your partner, one ask ask mm-hmm. questions, but you can also explore with their their best friend or somebody else. But finding out uh, what they um, enjoy, what they want, it's what they that, like. right? That speaks to who the person is. And then possibly another more sexy gift that's more in line with who you are as a couple. So sometimes that may mean for us in this stage of life, it would be booking a hotel. Oh, yeah. Right. Overnight away from the kids and getting somebody to stay with the kids overnight. Um, That would be a sexy type of gift that fits in with our with our Mm -hmm. relationship. If I got my wife lingerie 
like as a gift, like that would not go over well, like <laughs> just where we are um, in life. But it might for some it might for some people if you just know who you are sending mm-hmm. sending her to a spa before our actual date while I take watch the kids and she gets ready like those kind of things. Some of the things we've suggested on the show before, if you couple that with a, a gift that is in line with who she is, it's, it's much more it's a fuller one. It's not saying I just want to have like, like this whole night is just about sex, um, but it's a more about our relationship. And I just think, you know, if people are realizing that they are having to put effort into finding that special night and date and the babysitter, like, don't just book the babysitter for Valentine's night. Say, hey, by the way, can I book you every Thursday night? Or, you know, find use this as motivation to set up something romantic in your relationship. Absolutely. For a regular basis. Yeah, I think that is such a great thing that if it if it extends to the rest of the year, um, and I think that, that that motivation could also extend to making a plan for how you're going to celebrate your relationship throughout the year, right? Mm-hmm. It can. I think it could be – I had a couple the other day that was talking about how they were using some of their, their date nights to plan their year in January. They were using it to plan trips away. Oh, fun. And they were talking about, like, what they wanted to do, where they wanted to go, experiences they wanted to have. And they, they enjoyed – that very much together, like it was a, it was, it was just a part of something they do. So using Valentine's Day for that, I think, could be really great as well. Mm-hmm. I think another great idea is to really give to your partner in practical ways yes. during the week of Valentine's Day. You know, so many of us have a component of our love language that is helps or. Yeah being served in that way. Um, I mean, my husband is not as great a cook as I am, but oftentimes he has a hot meal on when I come home and it is this huge gift. Yeah. I mean, it really is a huge gift. So I would say, think about those distractions, mitigate the distractions of the household, the household management by caring for each other, find some way to give a little extra, whether it's taking an extra turn, putting the kids to bed, filling up your partner's tank with gas, um, volunteering to do something that was theirs originally, you know, having that hot meal at the end of the day or just like, hey, you know, let me give you a foot rub or or I guess that's a touch one. But I'm really thinking about the helps um, because so many people are overwhelmed. um, And I think what you've described really is your stage of life is very overwhelming. You know, children at home. Lots running a business, you know, all kinds of stuff are going on for you. And so that helping, I think, just adds to, okay, now we can celebrate. We've got our stuff done. Yeah, it takes some some pressure, some responsibility off of your plate. It gives you, I think everybody feels freer and more ready to, like you said, celebrate or be together or be present Mm -hmm. when we feel like some of those worries or distractions have Mm -hmm. have already been taken care of. So I love that idea. I think that's great. The boxes are checked. And so I can can get more free. Yeah. The other thing, Lori, the last one that I kind of offer as well is that I think when couples try new things together, they there's just more energy in the relationship. There's more to talk about. Oftentimes I hear couples say, well, we don't have anything in common. Mm-hmm. And and what, what has really happened is they've stopped trying new things together. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's just sucked all the energy out of their relationship. And so Valentine's Day, I think, can be a great time to say, hey, let's try something new, even if it's just a new style of restaurant that we don't normally go to. Uh-huh. Or it's a, there's something, there's a new club that's, a uh, jazz club that we've never been to downtown. Oh, or that there's, sounds fun. Let's or, do that. Or there's just something 
that we don't normally do that we're just trying together. We're both novices at it. It's not like one person's the expert at it and the other person is tagging along. Um, there's just that. something to that that I think could be really energizing to the relationship. And even if you don't do it on that day, but doing something during this week that just says, let's try something new together. And, you know, the science says, right, that releases oxytocin in our brain, and oxytocin actually makes us feel more sexual desire. So mm. that is why dating is self-referring to sex, because they're often trying new things together, yeah. more oxytocin, more sexual desire. So definitely. And, and we know we've said kind of, you know, don't stretch yourself too far on Valentine's Day because we're not sure it will work. But that next step may be something that is just a little different that helps you and that helps the brain for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So use it well, use it for what it's intended to. Best of luck on Valentine's Day. We hope it's awesome. We hope you have great times together, but just keep all of this in mind. And we just break the curse for you. Have yeah. a happy Valentine's Day. You can now call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.